Hey girls, we're doing this. Welcome to our very first episode. We are so excited you're here. We are going to chat everything from friendship to business, back to friendship, and how we plan to serve you best on this podcast. We are so excited to share our story with you. So pull up a seat at our table and let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, we're here. Oh my God, we're doing this. Very first episode, so please bear with us. Oh my goodness. We're super excited to have we're you here. We're kind of nervous. We, we talked about this before we pushed the record button that we're, we're a little bit nervous yes. and super excited. Once you hit record or you just all of a sudden stare at each other and realize you're recording, all of a sudden it's, oh, we're doing this. Oh crap, and we got to talk. Yeah. It, <laughs> meanwhile, we're just chatting away before this. So no, but we're really pumped you're here and we are thrilled for our first episode. It's super exciting. Well, so should we dive in and talk about like who we are? Absolutely. Let's do this. Okay. You start. Okay. So I am Christy. I am the director and producer of creative services at the BPR Experience, co-founder of the Bus Bunch Babes, a mama to a two-year-old, a wife to a pretty cool guy, and friends with Beth. So a photographer also. I should probably mention A photographer is a big piece of who you are. Yes. Yeah. So... (laughs) Beth and I go back how how long? 13 years. 13 years, yeah. So we've been friends that long. And our journey here um, has been interesting. It has been. So let's hear a little bit about you. I'm Beth Peterson-Randall. I am the co-founder of the Bus Bench Babes. And I am the founder of the BPR Experience, a real estate team. Um, I'm currently licensed at Keller Williams in the Minneapolis area. And uh, no children. I have fur babies. So I have a fur dog. And my beloved kitty that I had for 23 years died last year. But we have a new kitty on order. We're just waiting for he or she to be born. So I will have a new little kitty in my life, which Marcus thinks I'm going to carry it around in like a purse or something stupid. Uh, <laughs> you, mean, you mean Mark's going to carry it around? Probably. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so I'm married to the hilarious Mark Randall. Uh, you're going to hear a lot more about him. He's a total clown. He's always goofing off and making me laugh my butt off. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So let's dive into kind of how we met and what, what got us to this point. What do you say? Sure. So Beth and I met about 13 years ago, we're thinking, um, she, we were, my grandpa was really sick and we were both, uh, helping take care of him. Basically she was in home healthcare at the time. I was, I was taking a hiatus from, uh, the real estate mortgage world at the time after the, after the crash in 07, 08, like life was 
hellacious. And I was working with some of my girls at girlfriends that own um, a home health care company. And Christy's grandpa, who we lovingly called Papa. Yes. Oh. Everybody called him Papa. It wasn't just like us girls, like ev- that was everyone. So yes. like when you'd be out with him in public, everyone's like, oh, your grandpa, he's so adorable. <laughs> and I would just like, yeah, he is. He's absolutely, he's adorable. He and is. it was just too much to explain. But Christy and I worked the night shift. Yes. And like, what are you going to do? Like the whole house is sleeping. Um, Papa was sleeping most of the time. And so Christy and I just were chatted for 12 hour shifts. And yes. of course, like how are you not going to become friends with someone? It was just supernatural. So Christy and I realized that we were like becoming like super great friends and we have so many things in common. We were both raised by like badass single moms who are like workhorse type ladies that really set a super awesome example of like what hard work and like a good work ethic looks like. Yes. Uh, We both like loved to travel. Christy actually was a photographer. She was... well, still I'm am. A, still she am. still is. <laughs> but at the time, um, she was helping her grandpa part time. And then she was building um, a like a bridal photography business. Wedding and photography. Yeah. Yeah. It was. You know, she's she's not going to she's going to be way more humble about this. But um, at the time, in the height of her career, she was one of the most sought after wedding photographers in the Minneapolis St. Paul area. So her work is <laughs> unbelievable so i don't shoot weddings anymore but (laughs) no but so i i was so drawn to like her creativity uh she just like busts her ass and gives it 110 percent on every project that she dives into and we just had we both have this mutual um desire to like explore and see the world and see how other cultures live and that we we have toured we toured Egypt together and that we was did. super I, fun. That was such an incredible trip. That oh was God. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we travel really well together. So side note here, uh I don't just travel with anyone. And I would travel uh, anywhere with Beth. So yeah. I'm finding kinda, the right travel partner is a big deal. Yeah. And once <laughs> once we went to Egypt, I was like, oh, I can I can travel with Beth like yeah. anywhere. So that was pretty cool too. So yeah, our our friendship has been going strong for many years. Christy and I always knew. So like, you know, we're sitting there in the middle of the night, um, working and taking care of her grandpa, but then also talking about like, I think we just kind of fed off each other's creativity. And 100%. we always knew at some point that we would have some sort of collaboration. At the time, it like none, there wasn't any opportunities that presented itself. But I think it was probably in the back of both of our minds. Don't you agree? I absolutely think so. And once you find that person, if you're in any creative field or any small business, really, once you find that person that really kind of like completes that creative energy for you when you're in that setting, like you can show up together, it really motivates you and kind of lights you up. So definitely realized right away that we did that for each other and down the road, maybe something would happen. But Really, until the universe universe just kind of aligned everything, which happened just a little over a year ago, uh, we were friends, just creative and working and doing our own thing. Yeah. Uh, the funniest thing, it was just, Christy asked me this question and it sort of threw me for a loop. She said, why do realtors still put their face on bus benches? And <laughs> I'm just I, like, I don't know. Yeah. 
So let's back up just a little bit. So I was, I'd had my daughter who's now two and Kaya was like maybe five or I don't know, maybe seven months old at this time. Yeah, she was little. She was little. And I was at my brain. I'd have all this time because I'd be sitting in a chair nursing her while she slept because that's how she slept. And all these thoughts and creativity came to me then. And it's literally still how most of it comes to me, early morning hours or late night hours, which is very interesting. But I think it's because I have this like open space there to, to do it. So I started getting these ideas of thinking about Beth and ideas for her business. And I could not for the life of me understand why (laughs) there were still people's faces on bus benches. And yeah, so I asked her this question. And what was your response? I was just I was stumped. And I was like, at first, first of all, it's a weird question. (laughs) Because I'm like, um. I have never used that as my marketing method, but I was just like, I, you know, I said, I think it's just because it's always how it's been done. Yeah. You were like, I don't, I don't know. And then I kept asking more and pressing you on it. And you were just like, it's just like how it's It's been done. I don't know. And I'm like, but, but their faces are on bus benches. So hence the name of this podcast where this all came from was this conversation. So this really, and I was wondering, like, why haven't they changed up their marketing since I don't even know how long? The, the it felt that I, like such a thing to do, like maybe in like the 70s and 80s when people would actually, we live in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Like, yeah, not as many people take the bus here as in other cities in the country, but it really felt like really like an 80s or 70s thing it's so to strange do. it's so strange <laughs> really? we're so, in 2020 for crying out loud absolutely no offense if you have your face on a bus bench right now uh at all but let's maybe find ways to to get a little more creative with marketing and put those dollars somewhere else instead yeah yeah and that's that that one question that christy asked me really led to the whole collaboration of you and i working together it did so we so after that, we basically scheduled a happy hour, not work related whatsoever. Right. We we scheduled a happy hour. We hadn't gotten together in, in quite some time. You know, I was living the mama life. This was pre-COVID. This Pre-COVID. was like the end of 2019. Pre-COVID. And we scheduled a happy hour and we got together and, you know, it was super nice to reconnect. And it had been like probably a few months since we saw each other. I think so, yeah. Just mom life. And we, that was when you asked the question of what would it look like to work together? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's really. And I said, give me like, give me an idea of like what what a collaboration would look like. You know, send me a proposal Um, because you were you were just jonesing to be creative and out there again. The ideas were just flowing out of me. And this was really where we we kind of so we came up with the ideas for it. I pitched Beth like what I thought. Pitch is such a weird word. It is a also. weird word. It like, feels, so, it feels so official. It feels so official. <laughs> and for, like running a small business for years and not really working for someone, when I say these words that feel very corporate, it feels so stale and strange to me. So I apologize for that. But uh, this really led to the collaboration. And I sat down and got to work. Like, how could we really, you know, change stuff up for Beth and like really reinvent the wheel for real estate marketing and how that would serve her clients better? And that's when we started your personal brand. Yep. So I was on a real estate team. I had been for um, like five years at that point. And um, I think what we were feeling was the brand itself really didn't feel like me at all. And why would it? I didn't develop that brand. It was somebody else's brand. I was just a part of that brand at, you know, at that time. And 
we developed a BPR. Yes. Personal brand. So the Beth Peterson Randall, um, the reason we used initials is that a lot of people have always called me by my initials. Yes. It was always BP when I was single and then I got married and then it was like, oh, BPR. <laughs> and it just sort of stuck. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we went back and forth with ideas and names and we're like, whatever, like, just going with BPR because it's totally you and it makes so much sense. And just to like go back just a little bit with the personal brand there. So we really wanted to make sure. So Beth is a creative. Absolutely. She's amazing with people. Uh, she has, she, I saw so much potential in her that was not being executed. Not that she wasn't in her personal life or with her friendships, but in business, it was like a huge miss. So I knew she was serving her clients really well, but I also knew there could be so much more going on for her. So this personal brand was to really take her and like take it to the next level, really. So we wanted to bring in, she has a design degree. Um, She is super creative. She's amazing, you know, with her clients. So like tying everything into this brand to really serve, serve her people well. Yeah, it's all the things that I had been doing in just like little separate little arenas that for whatever reason, I had sort of kept them all in their own little boxes. And so creating a personal brand pretty much just took everything that I was doing, but put it all in one space. It packaged it really pretty. I remember Is that a good way to describe it? Absolutely. I remember, you know, the years or maybe months leading up to us working together, I would say things like, that's so on brand, Beth. Like when I would meet with her or probably the years leading up, I would say it to you and you'd be like, okay, whatever that means. Like you would say that to me and you would laugh. And it's because Beth is literally like her brand is literally her. And I know there is a separation and we're going to dive into that, you know, in other episodes. But when I say her brand is her, not all of her is in her brand, but her brand identifies as her. Like it absolutely does. So creating this was super fun. And I, for me, I wanted to make sure that she had this like outlet to be able to use all of these pieces of her personality and her life and put it into one. And I knew it would serve her clients in a completely different way at a different capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had introduced me to Another creative yes. human being that Allison. is spectacular. Yes. She's incredible. Allison of Allie Marie Design did all of the branding for for Beth and for the team too that we're going to chat yep. about in a little bit here. And she's incredible. If you want to look her up, go for it. Get on her waiting list if you can because it's long and she's amazing. And and yeah. It's worth the wait. I it's had to worth wait. the wait. Well, you had introduced me to her and then I'm you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to pick up the phone and I'm going to, you know, have her start working on stuff next week. <laughs> and Christy's like, uh, so she had recently come off of maternity leave. She has, a, she has a little girl also. Who is exactly nine months younger than Kaya. Yeah. My daughter. So she was just maneuvering and trying to figure out mom life and being an entrepreneur as well and a small business owner. Yes. And she Christy's like, well, uh, we'll we'll see if we can squeeze get have her squeeze us into her schedule. So we had to wait probably four months yeah, in order yeah, to get it on was her, a while. So her calendar. You know, Beth, I think that's really important to mention that you don't have to have professional designed items to start, right? True. So you can create a brand and create We were doing it without that. We were initially. absolutely doing it because we didn't we didn't, we, we, didn't we, were, we were on a wait list. Yeah, we started, what, early February yep. and we didn't have Allison, I think, until May. Yep. Does that sound about Something right? Something like that. Ish, yeah. April, maybe. So really, you don't like, so I don't want you to sit at home and think, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, I can't, there's no way I could do this because I don't have these funds to like hire a designer, all that kind of thing. 
Uh, there are other ways to do it. And absolutely, that does matter. Your visual identity, your brand identity visually is is hugely important. But more so than anything is just you uh, identifying your ideal client and truly executing your brand properly. So yeah. we were doing that from the get-go and then kind of waiting for Allison to pretty it all up. In the meantime, though, we started your email list. Yeah, that was terrifying when you're like, yeah. guess what? We're going to start emails. And I'm like, what? Yes, yeah, so we started by totally revamping best Instagram. Uh, we took yep. baby steps here also. Like you don't have to dive into everything at once. I didn't have the capacity to do everything. Beth didn't have the capacity to do everything. So let's start where where we can. We started with Instagram uh, and we totally revamped that. We revamped how we were communicating with her clients and how she was, you know, just communicating with friends and everyone to truly show showcase her. And that was was a huge undertaking for Beth because there's a lot of vulnerability that comes comes into play there. And so really well, and diving I wasn't into posting that. regularly. No, I didn't have like a plan or a system. Yep, I was just yep. totally like I legit was just winging it. And it wasn't it, it just wasn't being executed. It's a pretty well. Instagram. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't it wasn't generating the profits like it should have been. There wasn't, you know, the generating of the profits from Instagram specifically. And you weren't being it wasn't intentional. It wasn't by intentional. any means. Yeah. And, and we weren't building real relationships with people via this outlet of social media, which when I say profits, of course, like, right, we all need to make money. Like that is is the bottom line, is, is the goal. But building relationships is absolutely number one in everything that we do. It's our priority. So we yes. knew we could start there. And that's what we did. And then once we tackled that for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. I didn't feel like I was fully... Uh, I didn't I didn't feel like I was ready. And Chrissy's like, guess what? I think we should jump into emails. And I'm like, uh, what? No, uh, there was some there were some swear words. There yeah, some swear yeah. Words. There was a Are lot of resistance. Kidding me? Um, she was ready to just push me right off the cliff. Like, we're doing it. Yep. Start yeah. to fly, friend. So I knew this was absolutely where we needed to put effort into to uh, really, you know, get in front of our audience weekly. Uh, and what you always say is that really the only thing that you own in business is an email list. Your email list. So if you haven't heard this or if you have and you've just like tucked it away and forgot about it, the only thing that you own is your email list. Okay, so you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have TikTok, you have Clubhouse, whatever you have. Those are followers. You do not own those. You absolutely don't own those. You own your email list. So if you are thinking of putting money into anywhere, this is absolutely where you, you need to do it. Sure, you get the instant gratification of Instagram and Facebook, you know, to the pretty pictures with the pretty posts and the engagements and all that. But the email list is where you're going to generate most of your profits, in my opinion. Yeah. So and what we've seen is well. well, I heard a statistic at one of my conferences last a virtual conference, by the way, last year that there is a 1400 percent return on emails. And I was like, um, yes, thank you very much. I'm already doing emails. Okay, so. so let's chat. I know this is only our first episode, so we're kind of like derailing here. But just to give you some snippets, uh, we did the numbers on that. I remember you sending me that stat and we crunched the numbers and you absolutely were there. Yeah. You were in par with where we should be, which is incredible for her first, not even doing it for a year. It's amazing. Uh, so really, we dove into emails and the strategy behind that. We've been hugely successful with email. And you've really, you've really opened up relationships with people. I mean, who you're hearing from via email. It's incredible. It's so much fun. Like, I'll, so I'll send Christy a little note after a weekly email goes out. And it's so interesting. 
we tried it. We do a varied topic. So some's real estate, some's like marriage related, some's hot. You know, we did a bunch of great holiday content. The holidays were a blast. Yeah, they we did. We put really are trying to a lot of design stuff because yes. people, everyone, when every time we ask, we're like, what do you want to hear more about? Design, <laughs> design, <laughs> more design. design. <laughs> and so we're like, OK, we heard you. Calm down. We'll give you more design. Uh, but it's so fun to see the people that are responding to the emails. And mm-hmm. it's people that. I haven't heard from in years. I've been sending them stuff for years. And that is just, it just really warms my heart every week when I get responses. So I want to chat numbers for a second here. Okay. Okay. So we saw so much growth in what, like 10 months back? Yeah, it was was pretty insane. It was nearly 70%, correct? Am I right? I like, my mind was kind of blown. I ran the numbers and I, I looked at it. I'm like, this like can't be right. Like, clearly I have a math problem. And like, I went so far. (laughs) I went so far as to Google like how to how to calculate the percentage of growth, because I'm like, maybe I'm doing this wrong. (laughs) I don't think I told you that part before because I didn't want you to. I'm like, I'm an art major, not a math major. There's no way. I'm like, maybe maybe this is totally wrong. I'm like, I don't want to be spouting incorrect. I love stats, but I'm like, I like to make sure I get my facts correct before I start talking about them. So I did crunch the numbers like two or three times just to like double check my own math and then called Christy and I'm like, um, can I share something with you? And I'm like, I just looked at my numbers and they are insane. So the one number that really sort of blew my mind is that my income had increased by nearly 70% in 10 I was like, holy months. shit. This, are, <laughs> what? Like I knew the work. Well, that's why I had to double check my math. It seemed like really <laughs> yeah. like not believable. Yeah. So at this point, you know, we had tackled Instagram. We had tackled email. We were building up that client base that was, you know, Beth was serving them incredibly. And we tackled Facebook too, which we'll talk about at a later date. Uh, and the writing was on the wall, friend, wasn't it? It was. It was. So I I made the decision to leave the team that I had been on and to launch my own team. And let me tell you, that was like terrifying. So let's pause for a second here. And I want to mention that, you know, depending on when you're listening to this podcast or if, you know, timing kind of gets a little bit mixed up because, you know, for me, it does with years. But we did this during COVID. We did this during a global health pandemic, during a civil rights crisis in our cities. Um, We I live in St. Paul. Beth is right outside of Minneapolis. So we did all of this during uh, two Really crazy times in history. Intense, intense times here. And Beth, I had written down in a notebook, like in the, the very early months, like team, 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 team. And I kind of kept God writing it down. you didn't tell down. me that because I would have had a heart attack. <laughs> I never told her. But when we were, we had developed this brand of hers, the BPR brand, when we developed this, we always had so many parameters. We were in a box. We had this great brand. We were still in a box and we still had to serve clients in a specific way that was according to the team you're on, which wasn't a great team, but it wasn't serving you the same way that you needed to be. And it wasn't, you know, going to serve your clients in a way that you could if, if you left. Right. So. But you, I, I appreciate the fact that you let me come to my own conclusion on that. <laughs> and then I remember, I still remember, I can remember where I was sitting. I was sitting in my kitchen at my little breakfast nook table and I called Christy and she like screamed so loud. She almost blew my eardrum through the phone. I, and she's like, yeah. it's about fucking time. <laughs> she's like, awesome. She's like, 
you just she's like it's no holds bar she's like we are, we are going for this. it she's like i have so many ideas I, and i'm like okay you're like oh no i have goosebumps <laughs> right now thinking about this i also remember exactly where i was when beth called me and i just was like finally yeah here we go it was just so amazing because we knew we could now execute at a completely different level and we could start serving people in a totally different way yeah so this was like a a really fun place for us to be it was awesome yeah and and truly we proved that real estate marketing could be done better we really did and hence the tagline of the bpr experience (laughs) is real estate only only better better. yeah So going back to to 2020 and the global health pandemic and the civil rights crisis in our cities during this time, I think it's really important that we take a step back here and talk about that for just a minute because Beth and I both recognize the privilege that this podcast platform gives us, that the privilege that the bus bench babes instagram page gives us that the privilege of being you know a white woman working in real estate gives us that is huge and so we just want to take a step back here to to say we recognize that and we are aware of it and we are absolutely learning as we go and we are putting into place um you know really implementing things that we think will serve our entire community as a whole and we like we we totally know we are not going to get this right 100 percent of the time. We're not. We're not. And we really are working hard to learn. And we just hope that you will be here to learn alongside of us and give us that loving kick in the pants if we, we miss the mark. Up. Yeah. Yes, please. And also just know that if you do, too, this is your soft place to land and we'll hold you accountable as well because change needs to happen. We recognize that and we we plan to be a part of it. We're going to put that right out there in our first episode. We are. Yes. We're here for it. All so, of it. So, um, so the whole goal of this podcast is really to start a conversation about how real estate can be done better and how we can serve this whole real estate community better. Absolutely. And we're here to be that soft place to land when you miss the mark too. Or if you're struggling, like a resource for you, we're here with like, we're going to share our tips and tricks that we've learned along the way with you and really uh, hold each other accountable. For sure. We can change up this industry. We truly believe we can because we already are. Well, and this is all about building a bigger table and encourage other women realtors. And even if you're not, if you're not, you don't have to be in real estate to be here. You don't, you don't. A small business owner, um, male, female, like everyone's welcome here. Yeah, and the the whole, Beth has said to me many times about how isolating the real estate business can be. It is. And so scarcity mindset, judgment, um, your ego, like we're gonna literally check all that once you open the app. And we're going to just be a safe place for everyone to come as you are. That's very important for us. Yeah, we're so excited about it. We are. So we're here to cheer you on. We want you to feel safe. We want you to be excited. And we want you to anytime that like scarcity mindset comes in or like, you know, judging other women creeping in your mind, that junk that all that happens to all of us, like check it and like regroup and then let's start again. I love it. I'm so excited. I love it. So yeah, we're so excited you're here. We have tons of goodness coming to you uh, this month even, right? Yep. We're super excited. And we can't wait to share more of our story with you as well. So hit us up in the comments on our Instagram. If you're not following us already, we would love to chat there. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my it. gosh, we made it through our first 
podcast episode. We did. We made it through our first podcast episode. And we're going to go back to this over and over and probably like, oh, that was our first one. That's it was our exciting. first one. Yeah. It can only get better from here, girls. It can only get better from here. So <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for listening to our first episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. Okay, we did it. That was really exciting. Our very first episode, we dove into the beginning of how we started, our friendship, where we plan to go next, and how we are going to serve you best on this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. Until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep celebrating the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.